what up, what up, what up? Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, it is your girl, Estella Bella, in the house. And you are watching Side Friend Chronicles, even though there's only one friend here. We, uh, we are allowing Daddy Goods to take a break to focus on his projects, and we hope that he will return when he is good and ready. Um, so what's up, everybody? It has been a week since I have graced you with my presence. Um, I hope you are all well. I am mildly distracted at the moment. I'm going to be honest with you. I hope my microphone works. If you are watching this, if you could do me a huge solid and type a comment and let me know that you can hear me. Um, for those of you who follow me on Instagram, you know that I have a cat who is an asshole. And he chewed my microphone cord. But I ordered another one, a replacement, and I'm trying to use it currently, and I don't know if it's working or not. So uh, let me know if you can hear me. Yes, no, maybe if you're watching, no, okay. Um, if you're shy, that's fine. Um, but I think that, thank you, Eddie. I appreciate you for commenting. Can you hear me though? Um, let me know. Uh, okay. So I was just live on Instagram. I asked people to come join this if they have the time or if they even want to, if they're interested, um, maybe they'll trickle in. Maybe they won't, but I am going to continue the story that I started over there. Um, which was a week ago, right before I, um, podcasted. Hi, Eddie. Hi, Main Main. Um, I am solo again because, um, Daddy Goods is still on his break. So, um, he's handling his projects that are really coming in and popping off for him. And in the meantime, I am holding down the fort. Um, I didn't want to take a break too, so I continued to move forward alone. Um, so you'll get to just hear me talk to you guys, um, and I hope you enjoy it because now that I am talking to myself, it is a lot more work. I have to like really think about it. I don't have anybody to feed off of, um, and that's how that goes. When are we doing a podcast again? Like if I'm going to be on his show or not? Um, I don't think I'm going to be on his show anymore. Um, some stuff kind of happened in the background. Um, and this has nothing to do with the story I was going to start telling you guys, but I will address that because you're here and you're asking. Um, some stuff kind of happened in the background and it's just... Overall, um, I'm really happy that I was able to um, meet a whole new community that I wasn't aware existed. Um, but the bad within that community has officially outweighed the good. And I just don't have the energy to continue to put myself in um, a space that doesn't serve me. Um and so I've kind of fallen back from that. Like there was a confrontation about a year ago with someone in that community that I'm actually like working out um, that right now with her. And uh, but still all the attention that has come a lot of it has been negative and not a positive thing for me. And like I said, I'm 37, guys. Like, you you get to a certain age and you just, like, you don't tolerate the bullshit and what doesn't serve you anymore, you know? Like, you just, you got to let it go. You got to know when to cut shit off. And um, unfortunately, um, it's, 
hit that point for me. And I'm like, not even interested anymore. Like it put a bad taste in my mouth, not a good experience for me. I'm not going to continue to subject myself to that shit. And I'm good. Like it was, um, it was more personal with, um, somebody who I don't even know. Um, but like I said, um, that person and I are in, um, communication currently, um, we fully intend on having like a mature conversation and I hope that what comes from that is a mutual respect and understanding and, um, and I look forward to just that being good, you know, um, so yeah, that did happen, but, um, like I said, I reached out, I'm like, look, shit is different now. At that point in time, we were, um, like, I felt like I was constantly on the defense and like we were being attacked, you know, like left and right. When you start to grow really fast, um, people don't love it. Right. And, uh, even people close to you, um, it's a wild thing. Um, but all of that kind of, I thought that went away and I thought that, it was understood like you initiated this. So I responded and maybe I didn't respond in the, in a, in a good way. It was how I felt at that moment. Um, like you guys who watch me, you know, I don't tolerate people's shit and, uh, I will speak on it if it upsets me and I'm not going to be nice. Um, but, um, I do regret, saying what I said because I was angry and I'm trying to, I've been actively like working on myself, right? Um, and trying not to be somebody who reacts, being more like think, like proactive, right? Like think about it, think about why you felt the way you felt and then speak on it. And, and because you can't take your words back, right? You can't, you can't come back from saying a shitty thing to somebody. Um, so, but like I said, we're, her and I are in, uh, in communications and it sounds promising and like, we're gonna come to a mutual understanding. That's what I hope for. Um, and we'll see where that goes. So that's the update on that. Um, and that's why I'm kind of like, I'm going to chill on being like, I never wanted that focus to be on that anyways, when it came to this podcast. Um, I am somebody who would much rather have respect than attention. And uh, I wanted that this to like grow and be what it is and, and what I felt was the right way. And that felt good. And um in, te- in integrity with me and who I am. So um, that's where I stand on that. And I was more than willing to lose followers, subscribers, which we did. We lost hella views, hella subscribers um, because of it. And for me, that just felt like you're, you're losing the people who aren't for you, right? What's meant for you won't pass you by. And um, that's... <laughs> where I'm at currently. Um, moving on. Are we good? Can I move on to the, the next topic? Are you guys comfortable with that? Are you sticking around? Um, I started a story in my Instagram. Um, hi, Larry. And, and honestly, like, thank you guys for showing up. Um, Larry, Efren, what's up, Efren? Matt, main, main, like, you guys are fucking dope for being here. I really appreciate that you guys are engaging in the comments and, um, and showing up. So update last week, I told a story about how I randomly got a DM from a woman I don't know regarding her man who I have been friends with for about 20 years because he is the brother of, um, my, who was my best friend at the time. Um, 
back then. Uh, we still talk and we get along, her and I. Um, we're just not like super tight and shit because we're 30 something years old and we have children and lives. Um, but this chick messaged me apologizing to me because she made him unfollow me from social media. And I told her that I don't care if he doesn't follow me on social media because we are like actual friends. That's fine with me. I hope y'all work out your shit. I texted him. I said, is this like a real person or is this a scam? He's like, oh, that's a real person. She's tripping. I'm so sorry. You know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I think that you could do better. Um, I want, you know, better. There's better out there for you than this. Um, and uh, apparently she either saw that conversation or something. Got mad at me. I get in my um, my DMs this morning. She messaged me at 5.30 this morning to tell me that. Should I read the message like verbatim? <laughs> oh, okay. Let me see. Let me try to find it. Um, the message was like an attack, like personally, personally on me. She wrote, you know, what's disgusting little girls like you, you are way too old to be putting other women down. I didn't put her down. First of all, I just said he could do better or he deserves better. And she wrote the la the most laughable part is you deserve better. You're a good man. He is. He's a really good person. Um, I'd say that to all my guy friends because I don't have shitty people in my life. Um, and it says, it shows how desperate you are. I would say feel free to date him now, even before we get divorced. I guess they're kind of, we're getting married because she doesn't live here and um, needs papers. So you know what it's like to actually be with him. But he told me how he doesn't feel attracted to you because of all your face acne and caked on makeup. His words, not mine. Here I was taking accountability for my part in the whole immature situation because while I might be human and make mistakes, but not a cunt like you. I like a good C word, a good use of the C word. And it was definitely a mistake contacting you to apologize. The reason I did because um, so-and-so had lied to me and told me he called you to blame everything. So you have fun saying you hate immature women um, while being alone. You be a woman. Um, what else does she say? She said, you be a woman. Maybe if you act like you want to stay out of drama, maybe either be up front that you do or do not go running to the guy like a little bitch. Feel free to screenshot this info or this, this convo. So she's mad that I screenshotted the conversation to send to him initially because the first message that came in completely blindsided me. Like, I'm not actively having conversations with this guy. So I don't know where she got this idea that I was, that I want her man. Like, it's just silly to me that she like has this idea in her head. So I, um, I was blindsided and I was like, um, I'm really confused right now. And I sent him the message and he's like, I'm so sorry. Like what happened was, I, I never go on Facebook, right? Hi, special guy. Um, I never go on Facebook, but when I do, there, I see like a couple of pictures and I get off, right? I'll like my friend's pictures. Um, I liked pictures, I guess, of just him and not a picture of them together. Um, but if you're the person taking the picture and posting it and I'm not your friend, but I'm seeing it because he's tagged in it. I'm not going to like your post. We're not friends. Like, I think that's weird. It looks like I'm creeping on your shit and I'm not. Um, so 
that's what happened and it was very weird um so that's why she was upset so that's why she thinks i want her man because i liked a picture on facebook um i'm the immature one i guess i think that's hilarious like you're on social media if your friends post pictures you like them i like my friends pictures i don't not like my friends pictures and but the funniest part of this all was you she literally admitted in her first message that she's out of all his girl friends that i was the prettiest one and that that's why she chose me to have him delete me right but then she goes on in the and this is not the first time this has happened this is why like i've had conversations about like acne and like i struggled with cystic acne in my 20s and I do have scarring on my skin, right? And it took me a long time to get to a point to where I can be comfortable, like, going out in public without makeup on my skin. Like, my scars is actually, like, they're pretty faded now. They're just, like, kind of in. Um, but they don't look all, like, purple and red and crazy anymore. Um, but what's funny about it is that if all this shit is wrong with me, right? Like I'm not attractive because like, I don't even wear hella makeup. I don't know where she's getting this idea. She's never seen me in person. She doesn't know me. Um, and I don't have like active acne on my skin, um, currently. Um, but if I'm so unattractive, why are you so threatened? Like, and it's the only thing to like, physically that anybody could really come for me like I I have a nice body like I'm not I'm gonna say that I'm gonna toot my own horn like I have a nice body I have nice hair I'm not ugly I don't have like ugly facial features I do have scarred skin but so that's like literally the only thing you could come for me physically it's low-hanging fruit and these these small bitches always can only grab what's already down here, right? But it's always the ones who say that shit who are the most threatened and like, clearly I'm not ugly, honey. Like, clearly it's not a problem for anybody. It's never been an issue for me. It's never stopped a man from like wanting to date me or have sexual relations with me or whatever. Like, it is what it is like but it's always the first thing they go for it's like the only thing you could try to come to me um at me with but i will say that um i i've talked about it before like i don't do anything to get rid of my scars and i don't think i'm ever going to um for a lot of reasons um you know trying to like set a positive example for my children, my nieces and nephews, the youth that I've worked with in educational and nonprofit spaces that, you know, like beauty isn't only like airbrushed skin on Instagram, right? Like there's a lot of things that make people beautiful. And she's not because she's a shitty person because she's hollering at somebody she don't even know because I'm fucking friends with a guy that I've been friends with 20 years before she even came in the fucking picture. And I really, 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 really help. I really, really, really hope um, that she, like, feels better about herself. People can say whatever they want about me. I hope she, it made her feel better. Um, that's why I didn't respond. I'm not going to like engage in that shit, um, with her. Like it's pointless, right? She's hurt. She's upset. She's going to say, she's going to throw shitty things at me and that's fine. I'll be that. Um, but I'm not going to continue to engage. <sighs> main, main, even though you are beautiful, maybe an ego problem. Mm, I don't think I have an ego problem. I really don't. Um, I think that I have gone through a lot of shit and have had a lot of people say shit to me, um, 
in my life and try to bring me down that I'm to a point where I'm not allowing people to people's opinions of me and what they think to like try to humble me or bring me down. That's not your fucking job. Um, I don't speak about shit that I don't know about. Um, I don't think having self-confidence is egotistical or arrogant. I'm not over here talking like I'm the most fucking beautiful person in the world. But what I'm not going to do is let a bitch fucking tell me that I'm this and that. I'm not going to let it happen. Like, if that makes me egotistical, then fine. That is what it is. But I don't know everything. I don't pretend to know everything. I don't think I'm the most beautiful woman in the world. But I don't think I'm fucking ugly. And I know I'm a good person. I work hard. I'm a good mother. I'm a lot of things. And so if that makes me have an ego problem, like the fuck ever. I just think that that's like a, that's a thing that I feel like people who like have this like need to try to make you feel small with them say, and that's not a personal attack on you. Um, there have been like three comments in the last two years that like address my ego because I don't tolerate people's shit. And I don't think that makes me have an ego problem. Um, so there's that. That's how I feel about that. Um, you can feel how you feel. I don't care. That's your choice. Everybody's entitled to feel how they feel. Um, so let me check out some of these comments. Um, <sighs> Morty Smith asked if it's true Daddy Good's got a N-word pass because of his voice. No. No, I don't think that that's a thing. That's a weird question, Morty. Weird question. William, thank you. I appreciate you. Special guy. I love you so, so much. I'm so glad you're here. Um, let's see. Main, main. Thank you. I appreciate that you respect my response. I really don't come from a shitty place. So I just think that some people's fucking personalities don't vibe. And like, I'm okay with that. Like, I'm not here to be everybody's cup of tea. I don't want to be, you know, like, I have zero desire. Um, Eddie Ram says, you have fans and people that like you. Ever since I've seen you on the other podcast, you seem like a nice person and I like you. Thank you. Um, like I said, I it took me a lot of time to f- become the person I am and to finally become like comfortable with who I am and like love myself and um, love the person I have become and the person I will continue to like grow into. And so I'm not letting anybody fucking come at me any other way. Like I'm good. (sighs) That was a lot. (laughs) I need to take a drink really quick. It's just juice, but I'm like all friends out today. I got the friends shirt on. You are my lobster. Like, I don't know what's happening right now, but uh, good show. Good show. All right. Um, for a lighter thing, it's kind of a stupid little topic, but it was like a squirrel moment I had. Like, side note, um, just kind of to switch the vibe real quick. Um Does anybody else, okay, like, bear with me. Do you guys have a favorite dish in your house? Like, is there always, like, a bowl you want or a specific fork or something or a specific cup? But, like, I don't know. Like, if you live alone, like, this isn't a question for you. But if you don't live alone, or, I mean, I guess you could feel this way if you live alone. But, like, if you don't live alone... Um, is there always, has, is there like a cup that you hope nobody else fucking uses? Cause that's your cup or like a fork that you hope nobody else uses. Cause that's your fork, like your favorite one. Um, I do this. I have cups that I literally tell my kids, like you cannot drink from that cup. That's my cup. Like that's my cup. It's just a basic little Mason jar, but like that's my cup and you can't use it. 
is that crazy? Or like when you have like multiple kinds of silverware, like you're looking for the specific shape fork that you like. Is it crazy or is it just me? Like, am I psycho? <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day because I was looking for a fork and I was trying to find a specific fork. And I'm like, dude, there's like so many forks right here. Why can't I just grab one of those? It's clean. But like, I wanted that fork and I wanted that mason jar cup and I wanted my little white bowl. Like I eat everything out of a bowl. So if I don't have bowls, like I, I need to um, like wash like a bowl because I eat only from bowls. Um, and I was thinking to myself, like, am I crazy or do does anybody else do this? And so I'm going to look in the comments right now to see if I'm being validated or if I'm being told I'm crazy, maybe both. Um, main main says, um, he has a bowl that he loves. I'm assuming you're a guy. I'm sorry. I don't want to like assume, but K Mac, you have a cabinet shelf with your cups on it. I like it. I need a shelf. That is a great idea. I need a shelf. Zumbo says, yeah, it doesn't apply for a single dweller like me. Okay. Zumbo that is noted. Um, Larry has a beer mug that he loves. K-Max says, I'm not crazy. Eddie has a cup, but his kids sometimes drink from it. Yeah. I mean, my kids do. I just like, look at them. Like you could have had any other cup, but you chose my favorite. You little shits. <laughs> um, OCD as fuck. Mylene says my phone. Very Asian of me, honey. Yes, 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 yes. You know that, okay, I don't think that I am this like ethnically ambiguous person, right? I think that if you look at me, you could kind of, well, I think if I look at me, I can see what I might be ethnically, right? But it's always been a big mystery to people, especially in like states where there's more, um, um, more heavily white population, like more on the white side. Um, whenever I go to these places, they're always like, what are you? Where are you from? Right. And, um, I'm like, well, I'm from here. Like I'm American. They're like, well, what's your nationality? And I'm like, again, I'm American. I think you mean, I think you're looking for the word ethnicity, um, in which, like people have guessed, they've thought I was Asian before. I don't know how, I don't know where that would come from. I think maybe because my eyes get really small when I smile. I don't know. Um, or like I do like winged eyeliner or something. I've gotten that before. Like I get a lot of like Mediterranean, like, um, you know, like Italian or something like that. Um, but I am Mexican. I am Native American. I think I am Irish as well. And Swedish. Pretty sure. I don't really know that side of my family. Like my grandmother on my dad's side, she's white. And I think she's like Swedish and stuff. Um, but my mom is Mexican and my dad is Native American as well as white. Um, so that's what I am. Um, so yeah, I, th your comment about very Asian of me just like triggered that because like people have literally tried to guess and see if I'm Asian, um, which I don't see at all. But anyways, squirrel now on to the next, um, thing, um, I was having a conversation the other night with um, somebody who shall remain nameless for his privacy um, about whether or not we would appreciate our life if we were immortal. And his stance was, yes that he thinks people would appreciate the fuck out of their life if they were immortal. And I think I'm trying to remember if you're listening, 
I'm sorry if I don't get this right or if I forgot some details. You could type it in the chat if you'd like. Um, but I think what his gist was, like his take was, you would live it more to the fullest. Like there, you wouldn't hold yourself back from things because you know that you're not going to die. So you do all the things, which makes it so that you like appreciate it more. And I said, no, that I don't think you'd actually appreciate it because there wouldn't be the, um, so like, you know how like all the shit that is worth having, right, is always like typically a struggle to get, right? Like you're working towards it and you, every single day, you don't know, like if as someone who's not immortal, when it's going to be your last day. And so there are little moments in your life that happen that you appreciate, I think, because you didn't know that you were going to get there, like to a certain age, right? Like, oh, I turned 37. I appreciate that I was given the opportunity to live another year, right? But if you're immortal, like you don't appreciate your birthday, it doesn't fucking matter. You're not going to die, you know? And like all the things that I've had to work for, right? Like I appreciate because like it took me 10, almost 11 years to get my bachelor's degree, right? And I appreciate that piece of paper so hard because like so much because I look at it and I remember scrubbing toilets till three o'clock in the morning every night, like working three fucking jobs, raising two kids simultaneously, like by myself, um, you know, having my car break down on me a couple of times where I literally would get up at, you know, fucking four in the morning and me and my kids would be on the bus by 530 in the morning so that I can have them at school by 730 in the morning and I could be at school for myself at eight o'clock in the morning. And then doing my classes all day, getting on the bus, going to the mall to work my little couple of shifts, like come back to their school to pick them up on the bus the whole time, right? We wouldn't get home till like 1130 at night or 830 at night and then have to fucking rinse and repeat. And like, these are a lot of things that I like struggled with and fucking made happen. But it's why I appreciate that fucking piece of paper so much, right? I think too, though, because I did attend university on a full ride, I didn't have to pay for it. So I think that me having to pay for it on top of all those things, I would have maybe even a different level of appreciation. Like, like hell no, I paid for this shit. Like, this is mine, right? So I don't know what your guys' take is, but... For him, he thinks you'd appreciate it more because you'd like actually go and like do whatever the fuck you wanted because there aren't really consequences. And for me, I feel like the fear of consequences makes you appreciate what you do um, obtain more. I don't know. I don't know if I said that right. Does that make sense? I'm trying to make sure that that makes sense. I'm not the best at articulating my thoughts. I just fucking bleh. So, um, yeah, main main says that immortality would lead to God complexes for sure. Um, life would get boring. Maybe I just think that there's so much to do in this world, maybe eventually, but the, the world is constantly evolving as well. So I don't know that you would ever really get bored. Um, I think the part that would suck is like a relationship right like you're not gonna get old with somebody and like die with them right like you're gonna they're gonna constantly get old and die on you I think that part would be really hard like having to 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 meet somebody and like you guys get to know each other and then you like grow in love and like maybe share some of your life together and then to to constantly have to like 
go through those ups and downs of heartbreaks. Like who loves to do that? Right. Like, I don't know. I think that would be a, another aspect that I didn't think about when we were having that conversation that night, that would be kind of sucky. Um, yeah. Relationships don't last forever. Just in general, right? Even if somebody's married and until death do them part, someone dies first, they don't die together, you know? So I think that that's really sucky. I think that you do have an appreciation for it though, when you get to experience something like that. Like, I don't know a lot of old couples that like lost one another, but I do know a couple. I used to do hair and I had some like elderly clients and um the the love that like some of these women had and some of their husbands had for them like at that age it's pretty fucking incredible like I've always been a more on the commitment phobe side and it's totally like being jaded and like abandonment issues and shit right like Obviously, I'm 37. I'm not married. So, like, I'm like, is there somebody there for me? Like, I don't know. We'll see, right? Um, But, like, when you see shit like that, you're like, man, like, how awesome would that, like, to have that, like, person in your life that, like, that holds you down forever, right? And that, like, you just, like, grow and, like, build and have this, like, beautiful thing that, you know, sometimes it's fucking messy. Like, relationships aren't just, like, magic the whole fucking time. Like, they're work. But, like, when you work for something and you get to a certain level, you appreciate it, right? And I think that that's, like, something that you wouldn't necessarily have if you were immortal because you know that another one would just come along eventually, you know? I don't know. This is just me. I think a lot. I am an overthinker, overanalyzer. I just be going off in my own head about shit sometimes. And now I'm just thinking out loud. So um, let's get to another comment here. We got Eddie saying, I think it would bring ambition to a new level. Imagine the super billionaires carving the world for themselves, knowing they can do it for an eternity. Bro, they do. Like, that's what they do. Like, you don't think that their offspring continue the legacy? Like, that's what it is. Like, royalty, like generations of fucking wealth, right? Like, that's what they do, in my opinion. Eddie says, about the foot stuff, what do you like most? Sounds like a personal question, but wanted to hear your opinion about the topic. Um, I'll circle back to that. Um, Zumbo says, I'd say I'd appreciate it more if I was mortal first and then later became immortal. I'd appreciate it. Okay, that makes sense. Trying to live on both sides of the fence. Zumbo, I see you. Uh, Main Main says relationships would not last forever, obviously. Um, immortal Immortality would make it more likely to end relationships. Yeah, I feel like that too. Um Let's see. Sonia. Sonia's here, guys. Sonia is my cousin and my co-host for the other podcast we do called Bitch Guess What? I hope you guys all check that out and subscribe to that as well. Support us. We are funny together. Um, so, yeah, that is how I feel about that topic. And you guys can continue to chime in. If you're listening to this later, you can leave a comment and let me know what you think. Um, But I think that overall, you would not appreciate your life as much if you were immortal. And he disagrees. So it's, it's fine. We can agree to disagree. That's okay with me. Next on the docket. You know, it wouldn't be a podcast with me if it didn't involve any kind of talk regarding sex. It's our favorite topic, guys. Um, Almost everybody we know has it, right? So um, let's get into it. I came across something on Instagram. Um, I don't know if you guys follow him. His name is Chris Williams. He has a podcast called Modern Wisdom, and every, like, week he posts something that he, like, 
writes three things that he learned and he creates like a slide um, for people to read. And like he, you know, he interviews people like professionals, experts, et cetera, and like a plethora of fields. And so, you know, when you're doing like shit like that and having conversations with people, you learn shit. Um, It's one of my favorite things about talking to people and podcasting and like, like I am a very curious person. I want to know all the things I know. I don't even know a fraction of the information that's out there, but I want to know it all. I want to learn it all. I want to understand it all. Like that's me. I'm a curious person. Um, But the post said that men aren't happy unless they have access to sex or something along those lines. And um, I like started to read the slides. I didn't write down like verbatim what they said. And I can't check my phone because you see this little box uh, here. That's my phone. Because like if I had just my one window here, I would be the whole window. And that's like buzz your girlfriend you know like i don't want that close up of a fucking picture of me um so i use it to sign in and like hang out over there so that i could be smaller and you guys could see my my outlay anyways losing you um so i can't look at it and like refer to it right right now but it says men are happier when they have access to sex or um are um masturbating like semi-frequently, right? And that women don't need sex to be happy, that we actually have the ability to turn that part off inside of us and just like be. And I think it had something to, like, I really want to check it right now. Like, I'm really like, oh, I wonder if I could like look it up on his Let's see, Instagram, I might be able to access it and then I'll read it to you guys and you like tell me what you think. I thought it was interesting Um, and fuck yeah, I think I could look at Chris Willicks, Willicks, Chris Will, there he is. Oh, fuck yeah. Okay, cool. So here's what the post says. It says men are more unhappy without sex. It says a study examined the extent to which, and it was like in Norway, are satisfied with their singlehood and to term, and to, to, to determine the association between being single and sexual activity. A majority of single respondents reported being satisfied with being single, but a higher percentage of gay, bisexual, and trans men than heterosexual men were satisfied with being single. So the so what they're saying, I, I'm sure you guys understood this, but in case someone didn't, I'm going to they're saying that more of men who are gay, bisexual, and trans are happier with in their singlehood than heterosexual men are with being single. They said that LGBTQ plus men may be able to obtain male sexual partners more readily than heterosexual men can obtain female partners because men have a greater interest in casual sex that women, um, it said a higher percentage of women than men and more women aged 60 years or older um, than women under 60 were satisfied with being single. Heterosexual women with no sexual activity in the past 12 months were more satisfied with being single than women who had been sexually active. And heterosexual women who were least satisfied were those who had masturbated and had sexual intercourse. And so it implies that women without access to committed partner may turn off their sex drive altogether 
and not longing for something that they don't have. And then men who were most satisfied were being single with being single were those who had masturbated or had sexual intercourse and at least satisfied were those with no sexual activity and the least satisfied were those with no sexual activity or exclusively masturbation activity. Um, I thought that that was an interesting take. Um, I don't know if you guys just saw, I was reading that so I couldn't see um, your comments, but I think that that's interesting because um, I think it is interesting that heterosexual men are less satisfied with being single because they don't have the access to the sex the way gay bisexual men have because men have the like they can match the sex drive with each other. And like men and women don't always match each other's sex drive. And uh, that's really, really, really interesting to me. And and the casual sex thing, like I think that more men are um, willing um, to participate in casual sex than women, right? Um, there are definitely women out there who are down for hanging out for a little bit and doing their, their thing. But I think too, part of women not being so, um, um, open to it is because of the stigma that comes with women who are open to it. Like we're whores, we're, you know, we're these things if we enjoy sex and, we are these things too if we like are good at sex or we appear to enjoy it in the moment as well like like if you're good at a blowjob you know i have heard guy friends talk about like who taught you that like that like that's a question mark that comes to some men's heads like where did you learn that how many how many uh, people did you have to go through to get there kind of a thing. And like, that's not even something that like women think about. Like if a guy's good at like going down on you, like, I don't think how many pussies have you eaten to like get to this point? Like, I don't think like that. Like, I don't fucking care how many it took you. I, you, you could be fucking beginner's luck here. I don't care. Like, I don't give a shit. Like I prefer someone with experience and I don't know that men always prefer that prefer that or appreciate it the way that women do as well. Um, let's see what you guys have to say in the comments. Um, Eddie Ram says casual sex is fun, but risky. Can't forget how many times me and my wife had tons of sex when we were levies. Are you guys not levies anymore? Um, I know that like sex kind of changes like in the beginning of relationships, you know, like people are typically you have the most sex of your entire relationship in the beginning. And I think, too, that's just like a way that you build intimacy and like trust and like getting to know each other. And I don't think that's a terrible thing. And I think if you can keep it up like throughout the duration of your relationship, like kudos to you, like it's something I strive for, you know. Um, Zumbo says, that's why porn is dangerous. It makes you constantly upset over something you feel you're deserving of. Got it. That makes sense. Um, also when it comes to fetishes, which are so common and finally accepted by society when they were taboos back in the day. Yep. Larry says he's straight and so far he agrees. That's interesting. Hey, Bart. Nice to see you. I'm doing well. Glad you're here. We're talking about how um, single men, um, so single men who are gay, bisexual, and LGBTQ are more satisfied with being single than heterosexual men because of their access to sex. And like women... Like, I feel like it is a lot easier for women to have casual sex than it is for men who are heterosexual because men are typically pretty easy. Like, um, they'll almost, I think a lot of them will almost 
you know, fuck anybody, you know, like I just, I'm sorry I'm saying that, but I think that that's true. Um, not everyone, obviously, but a lot of men, um, they're not as picky and selective and choosy as women. Um, some women aren't that selective and choosy. I get it. I'm not saying all in all, like I'm, it's a, there's a spectrum here. Um, and that women who are single, if they haven't had sex in a while and don't masturbate, they're pretty happy and content and they don't really need it. But if you are a woman who does have sex and, um, does masturbate, then you are typically not as satisfied being single because I think having that makes you want that. And I totally agree with that. I think like there was a point in time not too long ago where I was like, I was single, like I lived in Oregon and I was single and I wasn't having sex with anybody. And I was able to do that for a really long time. And I felt like I was more satisfied with being single when I wasn't even fucking myself versus once I started doing that and like exploring that because it had been a while, like I then started to crave that kind of a interaction or relationship. Right. Um, so I'm totally in agreement with this, um, study and its findings as of right now. Um, let's see what else everybody has to say. Sonia agrees. Um, Larry says he's a male whore. Uh, as long as you're doing it safely and not spreading diseases, get your rocks off, Larry. I'm here for it. Um, some women get crabby. I think men get crabby too. Like I know hella dudes that have a fucking attitude when they haven't like rubbed one out one way or the other. Um, cranky as fuck. Um, Sonia says her sex drive is high when the person is feeding the romantic in me. If the romanticism is gone, then my libido goes way down. Totally. I totally feel that. Um, I, I'm a lover too. So like, I'm not like really a, a fucker. I'm more of a lover. So I totally get that. Um, I can live without it, but obviously I prefer to live with it, but I'm also not a casual sex person. So this is an interesting conversation for me because I've tried to do the casual sex thing and like, it's not me. It's really hard for me to um, climax when I don't trust the person or know them very well. And I've never had a one night stand. Um, and I think I worry like more, like it's a mental thing for me for sure. Um, as well as physical and, like, once I do trust you, then it is, like, more physical than mental. Um, but if I don't know you and trust you, like, I don't really I don't really enjoy the sexual encounter or experience. So um, casual sex is no thank you. Um, let's see. Sonia says she's totally fine without it now that she's single, but she agrees when I use my toy, I like want to use it every night. Damn it. I know. I know exactly how that feels. You do use it more once you start using it. And then for me, using something like that makes it harder to climax when you do get the real thing, I feel like. So I try like not to use it at all um, if I can help it. Um... That's why with or without a girl, I do rub one out. Oh, so that you don't become a cranky ass. I I like people doing what they have to do to not be assholes to each other. So if you're one of those people, handle your business. Um, Eddie says, nothing better in the world than using toys on your couple until they wish the real thing. Huge turn on, in my opinion. Um... I am super down to explore with those kinds of things. Like I have in the past, like brought toys into the um, experience. Um, I think it can be fun. I think sometimes like, like men like to use your like woman's toy on 
their women and like see how like it makes them feel. I think that sometimes that that's a turn on or that's what I've read, had conversations about and experienced. <laughs> um, so I'm definitely on that boat with you, Eddie. Totally agree. Um, like I said, I have one and it's pretty great, but I also super prefer the real thing. So, um, like if I had to choose real thing all day, every day, no fucking questions about it. Um, I would much rather if I'm feeling a certain way too, I'd much rather wait for the real thing as opposed to taking care of myself right now, which I totally could do. You know what I mean? Um, stare at her feet and sometimes stay at her feet. <laughs> Larry, that's funny. And da, 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 da. if you want to know the meaning, just ask. I become a Power Ranger if I don't rub one. What does that mean? Please um, elaborate, Bart. Keith says he definitely gets cranky without it. 20 years with my wife, I've learned that it's easier to rub one out than argue with her about it. Oh, <laughs> uh, I hope I don't be somebody who's arguing with my guy about it. Like, I don't want to be like, no, I want to like want to, you know, but that's the other point. Foreplay starts every morning when you wake up. It's not just like oral before sex or whatever it is you, you're into and do like foreplay starts in the morning when you wake up. It's how you speak to each other. If you're flirting with each other all day, like if you're like taking care of each other and like being kind, respectful and all those things, like I believe 100% like it's how you set the day up is what's going to determine whether or not you're fucking that night, you know, like, but 100%, not just a, oh, like, fuck it, do my thing, be an asshole, whatever all day, and then expect it at the end of the day. No, you're not going to get it. Like, if you're being a jerk to me, like, I'm good. I'm good. We don't need to do this. I'm good. So that's, uh, that's how I feel about foreplay since somebody brought it up. Uh, let's see. What is going down in these comments? Keith finally showed up to the party. Thank you, Keith. We appreciate your um, unwavering support for both Side Friend Chronicles and Bitch Guess What. You guys, Keith is a real one. You want to be like Keith, follow Bitch Guess What. It's on YouTube. It's on Apple. It's on Spotify. It's Bitch with three eyes. Three eyes. Guess what? Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Anything else in here? Where am I at? Oh, I'm at an hour, guys. Wow, that was easy. You guys really came through today, and I super appreciate the support. I'm going to hang on here for a little bit because I think Bart is trying to um, let me know what the hell he becomes a Power Ranger if he doesn't rub one out means. And I'm curious, and maybe some of you guys are too if you're listening. Um. Sonia says, Eddie, basically anything that shows me how much they love me. Oh, she's explaining the romanticism. So anything that shows me how much they love me, like bringing me flowers home, not every day necessarily, but showing me you thought of me, even just picking one from a sidewalk. Yeah, like that goes to my point. Like foreplay is not just oral sex, right? Like... It's things like that, kind gestures, considerate things, speaking to each other with respect and love or whatever, like, you know, those kinds of things and like showing that you actually want to talk to the person, you want them, you want to see them, you want them in your life, you live with them, you want them to be there. You got to like, not just work to get somebody, but like keep somebody, right? Like. That's what, that's what it's about. Let's see. Eddie says, you are the classy lady, Sonia. I do that to my wife all the time. And on occasion, the flame stays strong. See, there you go, Eddie. You know the secret, man. You know the secret. 
Hi, Raya's, Raya's. Nice to see you here in the comments. Thank you. I disagree, but thank you. Um, Keith is the realist, Sonia. I agree. I agree. So, Zumbo's taken off. Have wonderful work. Oh, thank you, Zumbo. Thanks for chiming in, tuning in. I appreciate you and your support. I appreciate you. Thank you for hanging out with us all the way from New York. You didn't have to. You could have been anywhere, but you're here, and I appreciate that. All of you, 1,000%. Um, still waiting for Bart. Bart, are you coming through? Because if not, I'm going to cut it off. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Real quick before we go, or we call in in a night. Have we leaned like a solo? Um, 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 let's see. Bar asked where Jimmy was. Jimmy is taking a break from Side Friend Chronicles currently to focus on his other projects, and we wish him the best. Um, that is what's happening. Let's see. We got best friends here in the, the comments, Eddie and Sonia. You guys going to go do karate in the garage or what? <laughs> ah, love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Like aside from Chronicles, bringing people together. That's what it's about. Matt, you cannot see my feet before I sign off. I'm sorry. Um, if you were here at the very beginning of the pod you would have heard my stance on that currently what's my opinion on the topic hey man i'm all about doing whatever the hell you want and whatever makes you feel good if you're into feet you're into feet i don't kink shame i do well okay i don't kink shame except i think the stuff involving feces is weird and I don't know. That's just where I like people selling their shit. I think that's disgusting. But whatever gets you off, like whatever fucking, you know, makes you feel all warm and tingly inside, like do that. Um, I don't think it's weird. I don't think it's a weird fetish. I think it's probably the most popular one, right? Um, I've met a lot of cool people through that community because of showing my feet on um, Instagram. So I am actually super appreciative to the foot fetish community and their support for this podcast and for me and some of you still being here today without me showing them. Um, I've met, I have like a handful of people from that community that like I actually communicate with regularly who are like, I feel like my friends, you know, even though I don't really know them they're it's just through Instagram. Um, so like... I hope that I made a positive impact, um, even though it wasn't a positive experience for me overall. Um, I just, I hope that I helped in some kind of way. I don't know with what, or maybe, maybe making people feel like they're not weird. Like if I could have at least done that, um, then that's a win for me. Um, and, and that's how I feel about it. That's how I feel about it. Um, thank you, um, Larry. I appreciate you. Super, super appreciate you. Um, I don't know if Bart is still with us, so I'm going to go ahead and call it and say that thank you guys for supporting the podcast, even though Jimmy isn't here, um, for listening to... Um, me ramble and, you know, maybe you guys learned some things today. Maybe you didn't. I don't know. Maybe you were going to go home and think about um, whether or not you'd appreciate your life if you were immortal or if you're satisfied if you're single and not having sex or having sex. Um, and yeah, I don't know. That's it. That's all I have. Um, I, in two weeks or less than two weeks, um, we have another episode of bitch. Guess what? So make sure you subscribe and, uh, check that one out because then you get to have 
see watch me and Sonia here have a conversation and how that goes. Um, and then next week I'll be here regardless on Thursday. Maybe Jimmy will, maybe he won't be. Um, but I definitely will be. So make sure you tune in and set your notifications. I'll post the thing soon so people can prepare for it. And, um, yeah, be well this week. Um, take care of each other and, um, shout out to the families in Texas because that shit is fucking rough. And as a mother, like I've been heartbroken for the last couple of days. Um, but yeah. All right. Um, have a good night, everybody. Bye.